Well, good morning. How are you all feeling today? Uh, sometimes you're feeling up, sometimes you're feeling down, sometimes happy, sometimes sad. Well, we've been looking at the uh, the Psalms of Ascensions, and when these Psalms were written, they were written by a person who felt a need to want to write them. And sometimes they were led by the fact that they were feeling down, sometimes led by the fact when they were feeling great. Ah, let's see what the psalmist for our psalm today thinks and see how he feels and how he felt when he first wrote this song, this psalm. It's Psalm 126. <clears throat> psalm 126. This is a song that's giving thanks to God and he's thanking God for his restoration, not just his, but the restoration of his people. And it's with a reminder that this restoration and any type of restoration brings a new beginning. And a new beginning brings new challenges. And those new challenges can bring tears. But after the tears, there's joy. And sometimes even the tears are tears of joy. So, life goes on. And as a Christian... Whatever situation we find ourselves in, God's grace goes with us as we walk with Jesus. So, to the psalm for this morning, it starts off with these words. When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dreamed. Right. This could have been written at a time when the captives are returning from Jerusalem, at returning to Jerusalem from Babylon. And for them, it was like a dream come true. Uh, they couldn't believe it. They were so overjoyed. And so the psalmist continues with, our mouths were filled with laughter and our tongues with songs of joy. This laughter, it's uh, sometimes occurs when you are overwhelmed by something really good that's happened to you and you just can't help it. You, you giggle or you laugh. And it's caused by, in their case, this good fortune. And they have also broken out into song. Back to the psalm. Then it was said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. It was such a great event that even the surrounding nations when they saw this thing, they could see that it was the hand of God, the God of Israel, the God of these people, and that these people were being blessed by their God. Then the psalmist says, the Lord has done great things for us, and we are filled with joy. So it's the recipients of this great thing that's happened, this great event, and they are crediting it, it to God. And they rejoice. The psalmist then goes on and he, he says, Restore our fortunes, Lord, like streams of the Nagav. Well, what's the Nagav? Well, it's a word that just means dry land. You will come across it quite a bit as you read through your Bible. It's desert area where you wouldn't expect to see streams of water flowing. But their good fortune, they want this, the hand of God to extend in their lives, and they're asking God to carry on, to do the unexpected, to do the undeserved. 
deserts being filled with streams. So what they're really asking for, they're asking for God's grace to continue. And it's a short psalm. The psalm ends, Those who sow with tears will reap with songs of joy. Those who go out weeping, carrying seed to sow, will return with songs of joy, carrying sheaves with them. You see this, you see this quite often in, in scripture where the illustration of a farmer, and in this case the saying the farmer, he, he toils through sweat and tears in order to sow the seed, all the work he has to do. And once a seed's in the ground, then he looks to God and he waits. And those tears that he shed during the difficult time of sowing the seed will soon be replaced with the joy, the joy of the harvest that will come. What can we take from it today? Well, that day will come when we can all meet at church. We might not be able to shake hands or hug each other. And we might have to sit apart by the equivalent distance of maybe two supermarket trolleys. But we will be able to laugh and sing and to give thanks to God. And then any hurdles that we face in our new beginning, we will cross. We will surmount them by God's help and hopefully bring in the sheaves. So you're probably ahead of me now, those of you who are into the hymns. Uh, <laughs> a few hymns have probably come into your mind, but the one that came into my mind when I was uh, doing this was um, bringing in the sheaves. First few words of that, sowing in the morning, sowing seeds of kindness, sowing in the noontide and the dewy eve, waiting for the harvest and the time of reaping, we shall come rejoicing, bringing in the sheaves. Great words. In the meantime, as we consider these things and as we pray together, let's pray that the seed that's been sown each day as the word of the God goes out on social media. Pray that the harvest will come. Pray that our attitude as Christians in the midst of this COVID-19 might be a witness to others, a witness of the trust that we have in Jesus. Pray for safety for those who will return to work today, maybe for the first time for eight weeks, and pray that they will be protected from this coronavirus. Pray that their families will pick, will be protected as, as they return from work. Uh, and pray for the worries that people will have about this, that you might draw close to them, particularly those that we know who will be returning back to work. <laughs> I just want to pray for a few moments as we remember these things together. Our Father, we we do thank you for these psalms. We thank you for the encouragement they were and the encouragement that they are still are to us today. We thank you for the hymn writers and those who have written hymns like Bringing in the Sheaves and we can be reminded of your love and your grace and reminded that it's you who gives the increase. And our Father, we... On this day, Wednesday, the first day for many people maybe going back to work, our Father, we just bring them before you that your hand will protect them. 
from this coronavirus, that you'll remove the worry that they and their families might have, especially those who we know who will be returning today. We just bring them before you. Father, there's so many things we can pray for, but just in these few moments as we do it together, we ask that you lead us through the day, you open our minds to these situations, that we can lay them at your feet, and that we might know your encouragement. Father, we ask these things in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Just uh, one more verse for us before I go. It's James 1. It's two verses, actually. Uh, two to four. Three verses. Is that? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> these are the verses. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that we may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. And you can read on through that first chapter of James for encouragement. I'll be back uh, later uh, this evening with our Bible study. Uh, we're continuing in Genesis and uh, what's happening to Joseph and his family. And it'll be Genesis 45. So that's something that you can maybe read beforehand or have your Bibles ready when you receive the, the, the message tonight. Well, God bless you and I'll speak to you then. Bye now.